Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Ten-year-old boy is shot locally, shot dead in Northeast D.C. after being accused of breaking into cars. We've got team coverage this morning. A standoff between police in Oregon and a man wanted for torture and attempted murder has been resolved. Thousands are expected to attend a funeral for Tyree Nichols on Wednesday. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. This just in, in Grants Pass, Oregon, a standoff between police and a man suspected of kidnapping and torturing a woman is over more than five hours after it started. Police say 36-year-old Benjamin Foster is now in custody. CBS's Christine Weicker is there. Police used a blowhorn to tell Foster to come out unarmed with his hands up. They did that about eight times with no response. An hour later... They moved in. Within just a few minutes, they returned to their vehicles. An ice storm is causing problems in the south. KTVT-TV reporter Brooke Rogers is in Dallas. Encore says this has gone about how they expected, with few outages to start the day and more as each hour progressed. But they say they started preparations early. Crews and equipment have been out getting ready to shift into storm mode. Supplies like poles, transformers, and wire were strategically located to minimize disruptions and to allow crews to respond to outages quickly. Tyree Nichols will be laid to rest on Wednesday. The Reverend Jay Lawrence will preside over the service, and the Reverend Al Sharpton will deliver the eulogy. Lawrence tells CBS News he will focus on the 29-year-old's life and not his death. We also want to make it a place for this family to find comfort and see the support and solidarity of this community that's coming around them. Cristian Benavides, CBS News. Vice President Kamala Harris is scheduled to attend the funeral. Harris on Tuesday awarded the Congressional Space Medal of Honor to NASA astronauts Douglas Hurley and Robert Benkin. They were test pilots in the inaugural NASA commercial crew mission to the International Space Station in 2020. The Space Shuttle Columbia broke apart during re-entry 20 years ago, killing its seven occupants, astronauts. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. Communication with Columbia was suddenly lost. Fado, do you have any tracking? No, sir. The orbiter was falling apart over Texas, its heat shield broken by falling fuel tank debris just after launch. Shuttle astronaut and crew operations head Bob Cabana remembers waiting for a Florida landing that never came. It's just real to me today as it was 20 years ago. And I knew those guys so well. Investigators said foam debris was the root cause, but NASA culture was a contributing cause. Now as NASA shoots for the moon, Cabana is an associate administrator. We have to create the right environment to not repeat these mistakes. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Police say two rare monkeys taken from the Dallas Zoo have been found in an abandoned home a day after going missing from their enclosure, which had been cut. Dallas police say they found the two temporar, or Emperor Tamarin monkeys on Tuesday. This is CBS News. We're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
WTOP at 103. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome to the new month, February 1st, 2023. Light snow developing by daybreak, under an inch expected, mainly in grassy areas. Low in the 20 and 30s. We're at 34 right now. And a good morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride Wednesday. Now being the local stories we're following for you as we head into this day together, we begin with a major development this morning and a high-profile killing in D.C. Police say they have now arrested the man responsible for the deadly shooting of 13-year-old Karan Blake in Northeast earlier in the month of January. WTOP's Nick Ionelli starts our team coverage this morning. The suspect in the shooting of Karan Blake has been identified as 41-year-old Jason Lewis of Northeast D.C. He's been charged with second-degree murder while armed, D.C. Police Chief Robert County. Anytime we have a loss of life, especially that of a child, that's something that really just pierces my soul, to be quite honest with you. So why did it take so long? The shooting happened back on January 7th. County says there were conflicting and confusing details in the case, plus a lot of video evidence. People were just coming like, hey, here's the camera from my house, my business, my etc. That really helped us to get to where we are. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. I'm Megan Cloherty. Karan Blake begged for his life in the moments before police say Jason Lewis fired two shots at him. Court documents say security video captures Blake saying, I'm sorry and no numerous times before yelling, I'm a kid, I'm a kid. But Chief Robert Conti says video shows the first shot Lewis fired wasn't at Blake. It appears that the first shot was fired actually at a getaway vehicle. Conti says that shot unraveled a chain of events as Karan Blake was running toward the vehicle before the shot and then changed direction, sprinting toward Lewis. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, I don't know if he knew uh, that Mr. Lewis was standing where he was standing. Or that he was armed. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Lewis's attorney says he maintains his innocence. A judge has ordered him, meantime, held without bond until his next hearing. In the meantime, WTOP's own Mike Marillo has been hearing from a member of the boy's family who's been calling for the arrest since the shooting actually happened. I'm just saying thank you. Thank you, thank you for the whole family. Sean Long of Northeast D.C. is Blake's grandfather, and those thank yous, he says, are for police and the mayor and others who helped bring about an arrest in this case. Long says even though his grandson is accused of breaking into cars with others that night. When you're messing with cars or you mess with somebody, probably somebody, they don't have the right to shoot you or kill you. You're supposed to call 911. Long says when Blake yelled, I'm sorry, and I'm a kid too, Lewis. That man should have just went on and said, okay, get your get, get away from here. I won't call him. I'll grab him. You should have just grabbed him. You could have hold the little boy to the police came or something. Long says he also thanks members of the community who showed up to meetings and even took part in protests over the shooting. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Pop-up car shows locally in Maryland are leading to drag racing and drivers apparently trying dangerous stunts on the roads that you drive on. A local law from the Beach put a stop to it. Now, Maryland leaders are considering statewide action on this. I'm sure you've seen a driver doing donuts on the Bay Bridge. Ocean City Mayor Rick Meehan highlighting that moment you might remember while also recounting the years of problems an event organized by law-breaking drivers on social media brought to his town. They blatantly defied these laws. They block off an entire intersection and innocent civilians get caught in the middle. Michael Shire, part of Anne Arundel County's FOP, also urged passage of this bill, which would allow those those drivers to be arrested, their vehicles impounded. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse for somebody who's a car enthusiast than having to walk home. A similar bill passed last year but was vetoed by Governor Larry Hogan because of a late amendment even supporters agree made the bill less effective. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 107, traffic and weather on the way.
Here's Kelly White, founder and CEO of Risk Recon from Federal News Network Cyber Industry Exchange, sponsored by Risk Recon, a MasterCard company. You want to get better risk outcomes, lower rates of destructive ransomware events that take your supplier offline and impact your operations, or lower rates of just general breach events in your supply chain. Do business with companies that have good cybersecurity hygiene. Watch the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Industry Exchange Cyber. Have you been hit with a crippling cyber attack that stemmed from a third-party vendor? Executive Order 14028 calls for changes in cyber supply chain risk management to help agencies work with vendors more securely. Risk Recon, a MasterCard company, gives you the visibility to understand and act on risk in your cyber supply chain, giving you the clarity you need to do business with vendors who meet all compliance standards. Don't wait. Learn more today at riskrecon.com. Coming right up this early morning for you on WTLP. Students return to classes after a classmate suffered an apparent drug overdose. I'm Dick Yoliano. Wednesday morning, February 1st at 108. Over to Rich Hunter at the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, for now, not a bad ride headed into the district. No issues on I-295 or DC-295, both Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street. Incident delay free New York Avenue between Northeast and Northwest running well in both directions. Virginia checking for a new crash reported to be southbound I-95, just south of Quantico, near mile marker 147, police and fire headed that way. Check your mirrors. There will be a response from both uh, uh, Prince William County and from Stafford County, so be careful. Uh, they are still working 95 north, and as you head north of the Fairfax County Parkway, the work's on there blocks a single left lane, and you get by without delay. 395 remains in good shape. I uh, know she's on 66 inside or outside the Bellway as of late. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. We are tracking rain and snow across parts of our area right now, and that's going to lead to a rather messy early morning rush. I do think the roads will be just wet. I'm not expecting much in the way of ice, but heads up some areas to the north and west, especially bridges and overpasses, which could be a little bit on the icy side. But once again, most of the area should just be wet. But give yourself plenty of extra time. That rain and snow moving out early. That means most of the day is dry. Highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. Thursday highs, once again, upper 30s to low 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist of Cameron. We're at 35 in Reston, 37 Bethesda, 36 Woodbridge. We are down to 34 now in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, 1st of February. Glad you're with us here at WTLP this morning. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. And coming right up this half hour. This problem couldn't be more urgent. Overdoses spike among Montgomery County teens. I'm Luke Lukert. It's 110. Good morning. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. Think for a moment of all the things we do each day. From the instant we wake to the time we go to sleep, our day is filled with tasks and duties. In fact, one organization estimates that the average person has 33 items on their daily to-do list. But ask yourself, does prayer make my list? Jesus tells us to pray always without getting weary. Making time for prayer should be at the top of our list, and it could be done in numerous ways. Perhaps we can heed the call of St. Anselm to escape from your everyday business for a short while. Hide for a moment from your restless thoughts. Be less concerned about your tasks and labors. And above all, be sure to make a little time for God and rest a while 
in heaven. Thank the Lord for the nighttime. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. Good Wednesday morning, 1st of February at 112 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Many who was shot locally near Coolidge High in northwest D.C. earlier this week has died. D.C. police say 36-year-old Michael Gaddis worked with D.C.'s Safe Passage, Safe Blocks program, which actually aims to keep kids safe as they travel to and from school. The shooting happened around 3 in the afternoon Monday this week after an apparent argument. At least two individuals uh, who appear to be um, acquainted with each other somehow uh, got involved in some type of dispute and as a result of that you know something that's you have heard me say uh, time and time again somebody in that dispute had a gun and they used that firearm. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says police do not have any suspects, at least not yet. Classes resume later today, this Wednesday, at Wakefield High in Arlington after learning was disrupted this week on Tuesday following an apparent drug overdose. A Wakefield student was taken to the hospital in critical condition after he was found unresponsive in a bathroom. Four other boys underwent medical evaluation. Arlington County Police did not provide information about the type of drug that may have been involved. But a parent who asked not to be named said the school community was advised this year of the threat of opioids. The students were given early dismissal because of the incident, and school counselors will be available as classes resume. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Teens overdosing on fentanyl is such a local problem in Montgomery County specifically. Schools have started carrying Narcan. Now the county council is trying to figure out why the problem is so serious and how to fix it. Overdoses overall are going down, which we want to see. They're actually rising in our in our youth population, in our school-aged children. Just this month, five students in Montgomery County have died from fentanyl overdoses. Council member Will Juwando. The scale and scope of this problem couldn't be more urgent. Juwando is traveling to county high schools on a listening tour, learning about the crisis from students. One of the things that's clear is that they're dealing with a lot, dealing with, you know, academic struggles and, and learning loss trying to catch up. So the pressure is immense on them. Juwando and the Health and Human Services Committee will hold a hearing later next month to lay out possible solutions. The ultimate marker is we want to see education of this issue go up. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Further problems with the independent state agency that helps Maryland parents finance their children's higher education may not be fixed for months. That's what the executive director of Maryland 529, as the program is known, says in a memo obtained by the Baltimore Sun. Nearly 500 people in all who invested in a prepaid college savings plan with Maryland 529 say they have been unable to access their money since last spring or they got lower payments than expected. It was in 2021 the trust discovered a calculation error that led some accounts to get higher interest payments than they should have. That then prompted the agency to suspend interest earning on accounts in the spring of last year while it worked on a fix for this. In response to questions from state lawmakers, the program's executive director says in the memo, the problem may not be resolved until late this year. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Sports time indeed at 115. Once again, Mr. Rob Woodford. The Capitals go into the All-Star break on a high note, grabbing a 4-3 overtime win in Columbus despite twice blowing a two-goal lead. Coach Peter Laviolette. It was a kind of a messed up first period. I thought we started okay and then lost at times along the way. Just decisions with the puck, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't clean. Stayed with it and nice play on overtime to get the second point. Evgeny Kuznetsov scored his eighth career overtime winner just 26 seconds into the extra session, making Charlie Lindgren a winner in net after his 31-save night. Back home, Maryland improved to 3-3 three and three against ranked opponents this season with a 66-55 win over Indiana. The Terps' third straight victory to improve to 6-5 and five in the Big Ten and improve their chances of a return to the NCAA tournament. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we focused on Washington's multiple milestone Super Bowl anniversaries, including Tuesday's 35th anniversary of the 1987 team that made Doug Williams the first black quarterback to start in a Super Bowl. We were joined by ESPN 630 host and WTOP alum Andy Polin, who set the record straight on the infamous how long have you been a black quarterback question posed to Williams. It really was unfair that, that the reporter didn't ask that question. In fact, it was an excellent question. And it's it's too bad that people associate that with the stupidity of some of the questions that are asked at the Super Bowl. <laughs> the full story, along with Andy's experience at Super Bowl 17 and a slew of must-hear tidbits from both championship squads, in this week's D.C. Sports Auto on WTOP.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. Welcome to a new month, February 1st, Wednesday morning, middle of your week at 116. This is WTOP News. Awarding this morning from the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, to stop using a certain brand of eye drops after a deadly bacterial outbreak took place. At least 50 people were told have been infected. One person has died and at least three have permanent vision loss because of this. Most of the patients reported using Esri Care artificial tears before getting sick. The CDC has not definitely traced the drops to the eye infections, but it does recommend people stop using them until it finishes its full investigation. The toy company Mattel has created a brand new Barbie doll with a health issue, part of what the company calls its power of representation. She's a Barbie girl with scoliosis. The new Chelsea doll has spine curvature and a blue back brace that's removable. The small doll wears a removable pink dress with colorful print and white shoes and has brunette hair with waves. Mattel says it worked with a board-certified neurosurgeon and specialist in children's complex spinal disorders. The six-inch doll is on Mattel's website for $7.99. Matt Piper, CBS News. Mattel says Chelsea is Barbie's little sister. The top stories we're following on WTOP for you this Wednesday morning. A D.C. government worker is charged officially now this week with murder after shooting 13-year-old Karan Blake. Police say that the teen pled for his life after being caught breaking into cars. Five boys locally at a Northern Virginia high school need medical attention. One in critical condition this morning after a drug overdose Tuesday morning this week. And we're learning about another FBI search for classified papers apparently connected to President Joe Biden. This one happened months ago. Stay tuned. You're listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Wednesday morning. It's 118. Driving and weather on the 8s. Let's check in now with Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. All right. Work center mains on 95 Northbound as you uh, approach the Fairfax County Parkway and continue to just north of the interchange. Work zone blocks a single left lane. You get by without delay doing some kind of bridge inspection there, but was not causing a delay. They were checking for a crash. Reported to be southbound on I-95, just south of Quantico, near mile marker 147. There may indeed be something there. Haven't gotten a uh, visual yet. 
But again, just be aware you may find police and fire rescue on scene just south of exit 148 near mile marker 147. Be careful. Uh, if you're traveling on 66 from Haymarket to Roslyn, nothing in your way. George Washington Parkway also running well in both directions. Maryland, 95 North on as you approach and pass the interchange for 895, the Harbor Tunnel Thruway, exit 46. And continuing on to the bridge over the Patapsco River, still getting by the bridge deck repair work. Single files left, but just a brief slowdown toward the end of the work zone on the bridge. Once you clear it, better headed up toward I-195 and the Baltimore Beltway. If you want to avoid it, Baltimore Washington Parkway, you've got nothing in your way. Headed north toward Baltimore early. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Heads up out there this morning. Roads are going to be a little bit on the wet side and could become slick in some spots. I'm not too worried about ice as temperatures should remain above freezing for the most part, but we're tracking some rain and snow moving on through the area. So once again, give yourself plenty of extra time over the next few hours. Temperatures this afternoon with sun and mix of sun and clouds get up to the upper 30s to low 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now we're at 37 degrees in Roslyn, Farragut Square, a degree cooler, 36, LaFont Plaza, 32, Potomac, 37, Tyson's Corner. We're at 35 degrees in Holding in our nation's capital. This check this morning brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out, Lynn the Plumber. Good morning, glad you're with us here at WTOP. My name is Juanita Segura, and I was diagnosed in November of 2014 with non-small cell lung cancer. Biomarker testing was a turning point for me. By working with my oncologist, we were able to determine the most appropriate treatment plan. My fear was I wasn't going to be here to see my children grow up. That gave me hope knowing that I had that chance, and I did. Visit noonemissed.org for more. A public service message from Longevity Foundation. Coming right up on WTOP. Deaths on Fairfax County roads, what the numbers show on Kate Ryan. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Easter Seals. Since 1945, Easter Seals has worked tirelessly to enhance quality of life for children and adults with disabilities, low-income families, and for those with military backgrounds. Providing child development, adult daycare, and comprehensive military family support in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people realize their potential and live their most meaningful lives. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome to a new month, February 1st, 2023. Glad you're with us here at WTOP, where the time is 122. This is WTOP News. Distracted driving, drunk driving, speeding. Locally, Fairfax County Police trying to address all of those things after a deadly 2022. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis offered a bit of good news based on a look at county data. Our DWI fatalities are at a five-year low. But Deputy Chief Bob Blakesley told Fairfax County supervisors... High speeds and distracted driving are a significant factor in the increase in fatal crashes. 44 people died on Fairfax County roads in 2022. That's the highest number of traffic-related deaths since 2018. Police say they're working with area schools on traffic safety. This month, Two teenage girls died and one was seriously injured in a crash on Lee Chapel Road. Police say their investigation shows the car hit a speed of 100 miles an hour before the crash. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. ahead then. Boeing delivering its last 747 jumbo jet. Boeing has bid farewell to an icon. It's delivered its final 747 jumbo jet, which was delivered to Atlas Air. Desi Evans, a retired Boeing worker who worked on the first 747, said this was his first reaction. And so when they arrived, of course, we were just mesmerized by looking at the size of it. I mean, 
it just blew our minds. Since it debuted in 1969, the 747 has served as a cargo plane, a commercial aircraft capable of carrying nearly 500 passengers and the Air Force One presidential aircraft. It revolutionized international travel. But over the past 15 years, Boeing and its European rival Airbus have introduced more profitable and fuel-efficient wide-body planes. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Speaking of travel, two major car insurance companies we hear this morning will apparently no longer cover some older model Hyundai and Kia vehicles. The car manufacturers say Progressive and State Farm say they're dropping coverage because of a lack of anti-theft features for the vehicles. Social media posts had revealed how some Hyundai and Kia cars could be started without using a key. A Kia spokesman says the coverage ban affects certain 2011 through 21 models that have a steel key that you can use to start the car. A Hyundai spokesman contacted by USA Today did not say which model years were affected. We'll have to stay tuned for that one. Meantime, windshield issues with nearly 2 million Ford Explorers are in the sights of federal safety regulators. The government has opened a preliminary investigation looking at nearly 1.9 million Explorers. No word if it's going to lead to a recall. There have been 164 complaints of trim coming off at highway speeds. That could present a danger to other motorists, pedestrians, and those on bicycles and motorcycles. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. At 125. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Going out for a burger or steak? Better bring some extra cash. Higher beef prices are likely in the next few years, but the U.S. cattle herd at a nine-year low. That means shrinking beef supplies ahead. More people are using Snapchat, but that's not helping sales. Corporate parent Snap saw its first ever no-growth quarter and is forecasting its first ever revenue decline for this quarter. Changes to Apple's privacy policy are blamed. DC Comics is looking to reinvigorate its superhero business with plans for two movies and two TV shows every year. DC has seen rival Marvel rule the superhero sphere in recent years thanks to parent company Disney's Deep Pockets. DC is now owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. It's the end of an era in aviation. After 54 years, the last Boeing 747 has rolled off the assembly line. It's a freighter being delivered to Atlas Air. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. I'm now on WTOP 126. Glad you're with us. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. A 